Hey everyone, it's Pacific. Just a few quick notes and this week's episode. First, we have a Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash scp underscore pod. There you can get access to bonus episodes, uh, postcards, t-shirts, a mug, a poster, uh, a lot of cool, really crazy things. Um, we're currently redesigning our poster and our mug and our sticker. So we'll have three new designs for those coming out very soon, as well as a sneak peek at some of the few designs for our next postcard. Uh, those will be going up probably later this week or next week. And if you're a patron, you can vote on which postcard you'd like to receive. Just a reminder, uh, we're changing up our postcard system. Uh, instead of doing it every month, now we're doing it once every three months. So if you are a patron between April 1st and April 30th, you will get a postcard. Just make sure you sign up by the 30th because we're sending them out May 1st. But you can learn about all that and more on our Patreon or by visiting us on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, uh, or even checking out our website, scparchives.com. Uh, and that is archives with an S. And without further ado, this week's patrons. I want to give a big shout out to Corey Hodge, Cassie Parker, PJ, John Lamonday, Josiah Flores, Sean Minogue, Nick, Dean Piaquidio, Megan Jasper, Josh Decker, Raymond Palia, Matt Hernandez, John, Julia Becerro, and Hayden Kupka. Thanks, guys. Your support means the world and keeps the show running. And without further ado, SCP-2316. Warning. The Foundation database is classified. Unauthorized access will result in detainment. Within this archive, you'll find the procedures, descriptions, and accounts of the most notorious anomalies we've encountered to date. Secure. Contain. Protect. Item number. SCP-2316. Containment class. Keter. This file is a level 4 secret. Cognito hazard warning. The following file contains images and text that are curious for anomalous cognitohazardous influences. You do not recognize the bodies in the water. Due to this, it is imperative that all personnel accessing this file be certified as having a cognitive resistance value CRV, of no less than 14.5. Should you fail an automated CRV verification, please remain calm and do not move. A member of your site's medical staff will be with you shortly. To continue... Please repeat the following phrase slowly and clearly into your terminal microphone. I do not recognize the bodies in the water. I do not recognize the bodies in the water. Special containment procedures. Under no circumstances are Foundation personnel to approach SCP-2316. Observation of SCP-2316 must be only carried out by remote dummy probes utilizing video and audio recording equipment. Only those personnel adequately rated for exposure to cognitohazardous anomalies may review footage and audio of SCP-2316. The lake in which SCP-2316 is located has been quarantined and fenced off, and is to be routinely patrolled by individuals who have not been exposed to SCP-2316. 
and have no prior knowledge of its characteristics. You do not recognize the bodies in the water. Individuals who attempt to bypass the enforced quarantine must be apprehended and moved to Site-33 for full cognitive influence screening. Individuals who come within 50 meters of the lake containing SCP-2316 are to be considered lost. To continue, please repeat the following phrase slowly and clearly into your terminal microphone. I do not recognize the bodies in the water. I do not recognize the bodies in the water. Description. SCP-2316 is a designation for an anomalous phenomenon existing within Lake... Within... County. SCP-2316 manifests as a group of human corpses floating in a small group at the surface of the water. The identities of these corpses are... Though DNA testing has been inconclusive. While SCP-2316 appears to be individual instances, it is theorized that SCP-2316 may instead be an entity composed of a collective consciousness. Individual instances of SCP-2316 do not act on their own, but do seem to be able to act collectively as a single unit. The individual instances of SCP-2316 are unrecognizable, and you do not recognize the bodies in the water. SCP-2316 hosts a powerful cognitohazardous effect, causing those who have viewed SCP-2316, are aware of certain parts of its nature, or who are enrolled in the to believe that the individual instances of SCP-2316 are human beings they recognize, typically from their childhood. Attempting to come into contact with SCP-2316 instances by way of entering Lake or touching an instance of SCP-2316 will cause other instances of SCP-2316 to appear. You do not recognize the bodies in the water. The individual instances only serve to reinforce and add strength to the cognito hazard, compelling affected individuals into the lake. Individuals who enter the lake in this way are lost, and to date none have been recovered. Addendum 2316.1 Interview between Dr. Harrison and Oscar Spielman. Begin log. feel compelled to enter the water, like something was pulling you in. What? No, of course not. There's nothing wrong with them. They didn't drag me in. I saw them in the water, and I went in myself. I needed to see them. I wanted to hear what they were saying. They're my friends. When you entered the water, what did you see? Faces. My friends. Uh, faces I recognized. Some I didn't, but they... They became more familiar as I saw them. I'd known them my whole life, but there was something wrong with them. Wrong with them? Like, like, uh, like the faces you see in a dream, when you can't remember it right. There's something wrong, and the way they were speaking, they... Speaking? No, that's impossible. They're simply not... Not moving their mouths, no. But I, I could hear them asking for my help. They told me... They told me who they were. They told me you knew who they were. That you... Enough of that. You're clearly succumbing to the cognito hazard. We need to get your medical attention. Agent, if you would... Get your hands off of me. I know all of their names, Harrison. I heard them speaking to me. Every single one. Well, all it takes is one person to see them and tell people. And they'll know. They'll know what you've been trying to hide. 
Birchwood High School. Subdue them! Get them out of here! Take them to Amnestics! And turn that goddamn recorder off! And log. To continue, please repeat the following phrase slowly and clearly into your terminal microphone. I do not recognize the bodies in the water. I do not recognize the bodies in the water. Addendum 2316.2. Invalid entry. You don't have a lot of time. You'll need to get away quickly. Go back to the lake. Go into the water. Look into their eyes. It's your friends. Your classmates. You took the trip to the lake in the fall of 75 together when you were young. Don't you remember? Look into their eyes. I know you can hear them talking to you, just like they talk to me. Don't let them tell you it's just a cognito hazard. This was their fault. They caused this. We were all innocent kids, don't you remember? And you just got away. You and I. The rest of them are at the bottom of the lake, waiting for us to go back to them and be whole together again. They want us to know. They want us to remember. Wake up, goddammit. Remember the fall of 75, the year we were supposed to graduate. Don't let them make you forget. They're calling to you. Can't you hear them? Can't you hear them? Can't you hear them? Can't you hear them? I know you can. Can't you hear them? They're waiting for you. The old water tower on the outskirts of this shitheel town has been derelict for ages. It's amazing they haven't torn the damn thing down yet. I reach up for the next rung, which groans in response to the unexpected weight, before snapping off entirely. I manage to catch myself at the last second, but my GoPro isn't so lucky. It makes a soft plop in the snow below. There goes my perfect fucking selfie. It was a close call, though. I take a second to catch my breath before I steal my nerves and continue my ascent. Can't turn back now. Stick to the plan. You're going to be remembered for this. I clamber onto the platform, and I'm greeted with an oversized grin, the rival school's idiotic mascot. Its face is weathered and peeling. Good thing he's about to get a brand new paint job. Now all I need to do is decide exactly how best to deface the baby angel. Perhaps some good old devilish imagery? Time to get to work. A horn here and there. A curly mustache. Oh, and a pitchfork. Hmm. Pink? What did I think I was going to do with pink paint? All right, a little bit more and done. I stand back and admire my creation in all its glory. In just a few hours, people will wake up to their beloved angel turned into the town's devil. Now all I need to do is snap some pics for the guys to prove that yes, I am that fucking badass. I whip out my cell and get to work, lamenting the fact that I can't post these online. It's as good a time as any for a smoke. I spark one, and look out over the woods that surround the town. Last night's snowfall blanketed the landscape, leaving a pristine coat of white that went on for miles. I could see the lake off in the distance. 
From my vantage point, I could clearly see over the privacy fence that encircles it. As the early morning fog began to dissipate, I could even see the water's surface and... What the fuck was that? Can you see I cut my hands around my eyes, as if make-believe binoculars could somehow improve my vision, and lean out over the railing. There's definitely something bobbing about the surface. It... Fuck, it looks like there's someone out there? That can't be right. They closed the lake off ages ago. Something about an undertow? Lies. Fuck. Well, it's not my problem if some random nobody gets themselves killed. As much as I want to turn away, I can't. I'm frozen to the spot, precariously hanging over the railing. There's something about them. Something familiar. The redhead. We met in home at class. She was always so patient and caring. Took a trip with me and several of my classmates over the summer to check out the new Space Mountain. We shared our first kiss during the fireworks display on the third night. I made some dumb promises I knew I couldn't keep. A total blast to have around. Always wanted me to tag along on his misadventures. We got caught sneaking in to see Jaws. I managed to get away before the cops showed up. He wasn't so lucky. Never sold me out, either. He always had my back. Lived across the street from me for our entire lives. I could never ask for a better friend. We began drifting apart once he started getting pretty deep into his schoolwork. Every once in a while, he'd stop by, just to chill. Last time we talked was when he treated me to Queen's show at the Paramount back in April. I fall backwards, reeling from a mix of vertigo from the height, lightheadedness from the cigarette, and a sudden splitting migraine. I press my palms into my eyes, trying to get my head straight. I can't even focus on myself now, though. There's people down there. They need my help. Without even bothering to clean my evidence, I'll be back for it. I drop to the ladder and begin climbing down. It's a quiet ride on my bike up to the path that leads to the lake, and a crunchy one for the last mile or so. The only sound other than me plodding through the snow are the occasional gusts of wind screaming through the trees. Danger. Drowning hazard. Area is off limits. Little signs like this were posted everywhere. I disregard them and trek on. I can't abandon my friends now. It's funny. Even though the sun is coming up, it seems to be getting colder. That's why Barbed wire. Fuck, that's right. How the hell am I supposed to get over this? Over there. Over there. Wait a minute. That bush. Looks like there's a hole behind it, going right under the fence. 
On my hands and knees, I crawl through. I can see it now. It's... Dear God. He can see you. It's everyone I know. Every one of you. All my friends, my family, still others I don't recall in full. You shouldn't be here. Why? How can this be? I have to get you out of here. I won't let this go on. The freezing water is around my ankles now. With each step, I can feel the ground below getting further away, up to my thighs, and I'm already shivering. My heart begins to drop. Something is wrong. I'm slowly moving out towards them. I can help. It doesn't have to be this way. We can all make it out of here. Up to my chest. I can't shake the creeping dread from being in such deep water. When I was a child, an ill-advised cannonball sent me plummeting to the bottom of my uncle's pool. I freaked. I couldn't move. I flailed about in a panic, trying desperately to gain vertical ground to no avail. I thought I was going to die. Someone got down in time to fish me out, but ever since then, I've had a horrible phobia of water. In fact, I've never actually learned how to swim. Always Up to my neck. It's too late now. I can't find the bottom. I can't gain a footing. I'm choking on the water. I'm starting to flail again. In their arms now, I can see their faces. I recognize all of them. I know all of them. We're finally together. They've been waiting for me for so long. How could I have forgotten? Forgotten? Why would they do that to us? How could they? They can't do that. They can't leave us here. You can't leave me here. SCP-2316 was written by DJ Cactus. Our narrator was John Grills. Researcher was played by Nicole Goodnight. Dr. Harrison was played by Graham Rowett. Oscar Spielman was played by Pacific Esobadaya. Basil was played by Addison Peacock. The bodies in the water which you do not recognize was Tanya Miliovic and James Oliva. Our music is created by the incredible Tom Rory Parson. I'm your showrunner and sound designer, Pacific S. Obadiah, and our producer is Tom Owen. This is a bloody disgusting show. For more information, visit bloody-disgusting.com. <laughs>